Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and I'm excited. Tonight, this broadcast, it's my two-year anniversary of doing the Victorious Life TV broadcast. So I'm really excited about that. The Lord reminded me of that, and I was like, wow, yay, two years already. That means I've got my gosh, over a hundred videos on YouTube um, where you can find all my videos in one place. And a lot of you didn't know that. And I actually just mentioned it on Facebook the other day and people have been really excited because I've had people ask me, where can I find all your videos in one place? Go to youtube.com forward slash Lisa Boldo and they're all there. Praise God. All you do is just click on the video tab and they're, they're all there. So Anyway, welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. It's so great to see you guys, and I see you guys jumping on, and I just, I love being with you um, just every Thursday and, you know, whenever I can jump on. And um, so in this broadcast tonight, I'm talking about guarding your heart with all diligence. Why? Because God's word says that out of it, out of your heart, flows all the issues of your life. This is so important. And this message is a message that the Lord has put on my heart really over the last two weeks. But last week had a message all on its own about authority, right? And that the fact that your authority is now, not later, now, especially when it comes to the things of healing. So if you didn't get a chance to see that, um, last week, go back and watch it. It's it was very powerful, and so and I also prayed for everyone you know at the end um, who needs healing you know and stuff like that. So and I showed you how to receive your healing. So tonight I'm telling you, God has really been um, just speaking to me a lot about guarding your heart, and and it's so I have to talk about it. You know, this is probably. I almost want to say it's the most important thing because your heart is what you believe with and what you believe is what you're going to speak and what you're going to see in your life. So, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, right? So is he. But Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart with all diligence. And I said this before, for out of it are the issues of life. Anything that you're dealing with, it's, you know, or the way you respond to it, I should say, has to do with what's in your heart. So two weeks ago, I mean, I have to share this with you because it was pretty amazing. Two weeks ago um, on a Saturday, and you guys know me, I'm transparent when I tell my stories and, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm like you. I relate and I I have to be transparent. So I put my stuff out there sometimes and maybe a little too much sometimes, but you know what? This is real life and you know, so two weeks ago, it was on a Saturday and it was early in the morning. And it was one of those times when the Lord was speaking and I knew that it was him. You know, when you're first waking up, you know, it's sometimes it's four in the morning, sometimes it's five, whatever. And I just kind of remember turning over and the Holy Spirit, and I know it was him because it, the words came out of my own mouth gently, you know, but speaking. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the Lord. I got to grab my phone. I got to record, record it, hit your memo record button because I didn't want to forget what he was saying. And literally I grabbed my phone and I hit the record button. And this is what the Holy Spirit said. Guard your heart with all diligence 
for out of it flows the issues of life. And again, I've said it like, you know, four times already, but this is in particular what the Holy Spirit said to me that Saturday morning, two weeks ago. And later I knew why. So your heart is the center of your life, but let me tell you what happened. So the Lord spoke that and then I was like, okay. And I went back to sleep. And later that day, we were getting ready to go see my mom for her um, for her birthday. And so we had to drive like an hour and a half away. Well, in any event, me and my husband got into a little tiff. Probably not a little. It was a little bigger than a little. And you know, any argument, strife, all that, it's selfishness. It just is. And so I was really upset. And I mean, I was in tears and everything, right? And so... Um, so then after that, right after it was over, the Holy Spirit says to me, guard your heart. Like I remembered, it's not that he, I don't know if he said it, but I remembered that the Holy Spirit said, guard your heart with all diligence. What does all diligence mean? You know, to me, I think of a soldier who's got to guard something, right? Guard your heart, protect your heart with all diligence because the enemy is crafty. He knows, you know, things that can set you off, you know, even from your past, you, Hey, you're a new creation. And, but that's why we have to feed on God's word all the time. So anyway, right after that, I remembered what the Lord said. And I was like, Oh man, I missed it big time. Right? So what did I do? Well, as soon as I knew that that was that, that, I needed to do something about it because I didn't want to stay in a spirit of strife, right? So anyway, we, we, we drove down to South Jersey and everything, and we had ordered food from this Italian place. And um, so we, he went inside for a minute to talk to them or whatever. So while I was in the car, literally, I said, Lord, I repent right now on behalf of both of us. Because see, when you're married... The Lord sees you as one. Yeah, you're two people, but the Lord sees you together as one. And so, I mean, this was a revelation that came a while back. But let what the God has joined together not be separated by man, right? So I said, Lord, I repent on both of us, on behalf of both of us. And I said, and right now, Lord, I know I'm sorry that we agreed with, the, with just that unclean spirit, that demonic influence that just tried to, you know, that unself or that selfishness, whatever, that strife, that uncleanness in Jesus name. And I said, Lord, wash us both clean right now and just, just forgive us. And I just take authority over that right now. And I am, we are not going to do that. We are going to follow you, Lord, in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. So when he got back in the car, I was just like, Oh, you know, how's everything? And it was like, nothing happened. And I was like, Lord, you are amazing. You are so good. And I'm telling you, we enjoyed the rest of the day. It was guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. So now we joke about it. If we do, you know, we once we're, we're over something, we try not to even like bring it up anymore because why, right? But if it does come up like later on or days later or whatever, we're just, we kind of laugh about it. Like, yeah, that was dumb, you know? I mean, I'm not blaming him. He's not blaming me. We just move on. You know what I mean? So anyway, your heart is the center of your life. Your heart is what you believe with. I said that before. And what you believe out of the overflow of what's in your heart, that's what you're going to speak. 
But check this out. Five days later, and I know that it was five days because I have the dates on my phone. That first revelation, you know, it, it came and then five days later, here came the next one. So the Lord, again, early in the morning, this is what the Lord was showing me. Only that day, I had a few in a row. Sometimes he'll give me a revelation, I'll record it, and then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. And then two minutes later, there's another one coming. So I record it. And then in a couple minutes, there's another one coming and I record it. And it's just, it was, it's awesome. So again, five days later, the Lord gave me a revelation, but it tied into about guarding your heart. And this is what the Lord showed me. It was like, I was seeing this vision of your heart. And I think I touched on this last week, but I need to go a little further with it. And just, I need to, because this message is about guarding your heart. But God showed me that your heart just think of, wow, it, I was I was in awe. Just think of a garden, but a garden that doesn't have anything in it yet. You're just getting ready to plant stuff. So all you see is dirt. There's just dirt. So, but it's it's just it's just ground, right? And whatever you plant in it, it's gonna grow up. It's gonna grow. So God was showing me that our hearts literally just picture ground of dirt that your heart is just ground, it's ground. And then as you feed on God's word, this is what he was showing me, as you feed on his word, the word of God is incorruptible seed. That's what the Bible calls the word of God, The incor it's incorruptible seed, right? And so, and Jesus is the capital S, seed, incorruptible seed of seeds, right? So in any event, the word of God is seed, it's incorruptible seed, Jesus is the word of God. Okay, woo, this telling you when you start meditating on God's word he starts showing you more layers on layers on layers and because it's a living breathing active word the revelation never ends it's always growing and coming as you feed on it okay so ground the word of God so as you're feeding on it this is the vision he showed me the seed the word of God is being planted in your heart and then it starts to spring up and the more you feed on the word of God, the more it springs up, it springs up. And it's like when you're feeding on it, 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 the word of God is like rivers of living water. So it's literally feeding, it's feeding your, your body. It's feeding your, 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 your soul, your spirit, your mind. And, and what God showed me was like these flowers, like blooming and growing up and growing up and growing up and 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 up, and up until it's like the, the, the acorn that turns into the oak tree. And, and, and the more you feed on the word of God, the stronger, the more rooted, the more grounded you get in the word of God, you become unstoppable. And I'm like, ugh. And I'm telling you, as you feed the word of God, so it literally transforms you from the inside out. And so that's why it's, it's, it's not enough to just get saved. If you, if you get saved or born again, right, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. But if you don't feed on God's word and learn what it says, your mind and your heart will forever be in conflict. And, you know, the Holy Spirit will be trying to get your attention to say, don't do this, go this way, go that way. But your mind will be like, nope. I and then you're like, darn, I should have, I knew I should have, I should have, I shouldn't have, you know, all this. But the more you feed on God's word, man, it was so awesome. It was so awesome. So I would say 
you have to protect your heart, right? What are you allowing in your heart? What seeds, every time you watch something, every time you hear something, every time you, you listen to the opinions of other people and you take it into your heart and you consider it, those are seeds being planted. The bad report from a doctor, that's a seed being planted. What are you allowing in your heart to then grow? I'm telling you, what you focus on the most, what you put in your heart the most, that's what's going to grow. That's what's going to come out of you. Oh, so then the Lord, he continued, right? So I told you, then I got another one. Then the Lord, then what I got, because I heard it come out of my mouth, and it was the Holy Spirit speaking. So I recorded it. <laughs> the words I speak are spirit and they are life. That's what the Holy Spirit said. Think about this. Galatians 4, 6 says that God sent the spirit of his son to live in every believer. That's the words that Jesus spoke to the disciples. My words, they are spirit and they are life. That's John 6, 63, right? And I know that. I was like, wow, that's John 6, 63. And let me just say this. Even if you don't know what a scripture is, for example, like I, I happen to know that's John 6, 63 because I spend a lot of time in the Gospel of John, in the book of John, it's honestly, I just love it so much. But you know, the Gospels, I love all the Gospels. John, there's just something about, it's not something, it's it's the Gospel where Jesus came and said what he came for and what we're supposed to be doing. So I, I just love it so much. So in any event, the Holy Spirit said, my words are spirit and they are life. And think about it. The, oh, I started to say, even if you don't know what a scripture is, and you get something and you know that's a scripture, but you don't know what it is, just Google it on your phone. What came to you and the scripture will come up. Very cool. I love, that's one great thing about Google. And so um, somebody just wrote, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he exactly Thomas, exactly, right? That is the truth and that has to do with your heart, your heart. And actually in some translations of guard your heart, it says guard your thoughts. So I'm glad that you posted that because that is the truth. Okay, because the way you think is how you will live your life. Okay, so um, the word of God is spiritual. And, but Jesus said that his words are spirit and they are life because the spirit is what gives your body life. Think about it. Your spirit is what makes you alive. When your spirit leaves, your body falls, but your spirit left. It's still very much alive, but it left, okay? And so the spirit is what makes your body alive. The Holy Spirit quickens your mortal body. You could be, I'm telling you, sometimes I could be like so tired and I start talking to someone about the Lord and I perk right up. It's like the Holy Spirit just starts, Wah! and I get my second wind and I'm like, woo! The word of God fires me up. Mm. Anyway, why? Because they're spirit and they are life. The word of God, the words of God. Okay, Proverbs 4, 22 and 23 says this. The word of God is life to those that find them, to those that find what? The words of God, right? And health to all their flesh. Think about that. The words, the word of God, it is life because the Holy Spirit gives life right? The spirit is what gives you life and it's health to all your flesh. Okay. Hebrews 4.12, 
for the word of God is al- it's alive and active. It's living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Do you ever see? It pierces even to dividing the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. So that tells you right there that the word of God, it's, it pierces not just your spirit, but your body, your mind. I'm t- mm, there's so much. So if you feed your spirit, right, with the word of God, your spirit affects the life that's in your physical body. Your spirit feeds life to your physical body. You know, and I, I've seen this illustration done before, and I love it because we are a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body, right? So just think of it this way. If this is your spirit, right, and just say that your mind is here, your body's here. Well, if you if you, if you agree, if your mind starts to agree with the spirit, that's going to affect your physical body, right? But if you, if your mind is just like, no, 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 then you, it can't, it's not, ugh, then the spirit part of you, it's not going to be able to do what it needs to do to, um, to get your body healed, right? Because you won't know any better. The word of God tells us exactly what to do. To, and I mean, I've got so many videos about it, but people, the bottom line is people who don't feed on God's word, they don't know any of this. They don't know that they have authority over, they don't know Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I have given you authority over all the power of the devil and nothing shall by any means harm you, right? So the word says in, in Hosea 4, 6, that my people perish they're destroyed. They die for lack of knowledge, right? They reject knowledge. People these days, they want microwave healings, but they don't want to know the healer. They don't want to know what his word says. And then when a storm of life comes, what do I do? What do I do? Ah, that doesn't work. Really? Yeah, it does. Yeah. The word of God always works when you work it. When, and and I, I mean, I'm saying that like if you you guys know my heart. If you have the Holy Spirit in you and you know the word of God, you can absolutely take authority and you'll know how. Again, it's like when you feed your that ground with the word of God, but if you don't, then you're just going to live like the world. You could be saved, you know, and you'll go to heaven, hopefully, you know, but you, you're not going to live victoriously here on the earth without the word of God. It's not going to happen. You might look at some people and their lives look great. They're, you know, they're of the world. They don't know the Lord. They give all credit to the universe and all this stuff. Yeah, my goodness. But guess what? Then when a loved one goes home to be with the Lord, their house was built on sand. They fall apart. They don't, they, they don't know what to do, right? We, it's different for believers who truly believe Listen, yes, it, it's going to hurt, you know, and, and we're going to miss them and everything. But to know that they're with the Lord, I mean, to me, that's the comfort. That's, that's the hope. And that's the truth of God's word. Jesus said, just read John 14. If you have a loved one that's gone home to be with the Lord, read the book of John and where Jesus said, you know, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come back and receive you to myself. He, he doesn't just leave us. This is, he's so beautiful. Oh, wow. 
You know, today I was in my car and I'm listening to the Word of Promise audio Bible and I'm listening to the Gospel of John and I'm listening to the words of Jesus and sometimes I just get overwhelmed to tears. I just break down and start crying because, I don't know, it just touches my heart, the words of Jesus and sometimes to even hear the frustration in his voice because they didn't understand, you know? But anyway, um, the next thing the Lord said to me that morning, he said, oh, this was so awesome. Stay clothed in the armor of God and use the authority I've given you and nothing shall by any means harm you. Whoa, stay clothed. And you see, God's not going to speak to you apart from his word. And he took, this is what the Holy Spirit said, stay clothed in the armor of God. Okay, that's in Ephesians 6. And use the authority I've given you and nothing shall by any means harm you. That's Luke 10, 19. So I was like, whoa. So of course, looking at what is the armor of God, right? Number one, the belt of truth. So make sure you're speaking the truth at all times. You keep the truth in your mouth, no matter what. Keep the truth. God's righteousness, right? For the body put on God's righteousness, knowing you are right with God. If Christ is in you, you are right with God. Don't, no matter what anybody tells you, for, cho for shoes, the peace, the peace of the good news. Like you've got peace. You know the good news and you want to give that to other people. You want people to know that God loves them right where they're at, right where they're at. And all he's waiting for, for them to do is turn to him, right? Give up the old ways, turn to him, ask Jesus to be their Lord, get into the word and they can start turning their lives around immediately. They can, I'm telling you. And then the shield of faith, Psh, take up the shield of faith by which you will quench, you will stop in its tracks every fiery dart of the enemy. I love it. I love it. Helmet of salvation, right? You know that you're saved and your, your salvation though encompasses everything, healing, wholeness, all of it. Salvation. Jesus is our salvation, right? And the sword of the spirit. What's the sword of the spirit? The word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword that will crush any, psh, 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 chop the head off of that, that enemy. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> so Jesus, Jesus is God's gift to us. He, I'm telling you, God gave us the ultimate gift when he gave us the spirit of his son, the Holy Spirit, to come and live in every single believer. So we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, yet we take our authority whenever we see an injustice. You know, <clears throat> so we are seated with Christ in heavenly places so, you know, Jesus said, come up here, right? We're, we're there with him, seated with him, yet he's at work in us. We are in him, right? We're, we're in Christ and he is at work in us. We're seated with him in heavenly places and yet his Holy Spirit is at work in you and me, in every believer to go and do the works of Jesus, just like Jesus did. You know, we haven't walked in the fullness of that yet, but I'm telling you, the more you feed on God's word, the more you're going to walk in it because God's just going to keep giving you more and more revelation. So it's just so awesome. You know, Luke 6:45 says the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person 
out of the treasure of his heart, right? What he has stored in his heart produces evil. And that for out of whatever is in your heart the most, out of the abundance of what's in your heart, your mouth speaks, right? And so James 3.16 says, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every evil practice. So guard yourself against any kind of jealousy or greed or ambition to get ahead if it means stepping on other people. Don't ever do that. That is not Christ-like. That is anti Christ, that's the way the world does it and no good. And you'll always pay a price when you do that because you're in agreement with the devil. Mm, don't do that. Okay, Philippians 4.8 tells you how to live. Think on things that are lovely and of good report. This tells you how to guard, guard your mind and heart. Don't allow things in that are ugly, bad reports, right? Feed on God's word, feed on God's word. And when you hear stuff, you're going to know the more you feed on God's word, when you hear stuff from the world, your spirit will be like, nope, nope, nope. And the more you feed on God's word, that's what will get in your mind. I'm telling you, and it will make people mad. I talk about that a lot in my videos. Listen, when you're living godly in Christ, you will have persecution. Hey, that Jesus said it. Well, we're not exempt from persecution. We do have authority over all the power of the enemy, but we are not exempt from people slandering us. Neither was Jesus, right? There's nothing that we could ever go through in this world that Jesus did not go through, including sickness, disease. He took it all on his body on the cross. You can, you know, watch the video that I did last week talking about that. So what are you filling your mind with, right? This is going to determine how you live your life and even your health, the health of your body. What are you in agreement with? I'm telling you, this is with the heart man believes and then with the mouth he speaks. You know, and I know a lot of people, a lot of times they're saying, you know, I claim my healing, I claim my healing, but they don't believe it. It's just words. Go back and watch the video about your authority is now because I talk about that in more depth. If you're not believing, listen, I always say that the way you're gonna know that you're truly believing is that your faith Will automatically pull like gravity it will that's how you'll know if you're really believing right the woman with the issue of blood and I say this all the time Jesus didn't decide to heal her he didn't even know she was there her faith pulled his healing power out of him like gravity because she believed in her heart and she said if she said if I could just touch she knew that it was a done deal if she just did that right so her faith pulled like gravity. That's how you know. She really believed it. And then there's other instances, okay? So watch Your Authority Is Now video. Yes, Melinda, exactly. That's what it's called. Your Authority Is Now. That's the video, and it's up on YouTube as well. So if your heart is messed up with other things, it's going to be hard to believe God, and you're not going to be victorious like you could be. Remember, the key to living victoriously is Feed on the word of God and do what it says in a nutshell. That's in a nutshell. And yes, someone's asking, can we watch the replay of, on your Facebook? Yes, absolutely. Of course you can. Yes, it's on Facebook. And then tomorrow I will put it on YouTube as well. And the reason I mentioned YouTube is because it's just easy to find all my videos in one place instead of having to scroll through the Facebook feed, you know, or whatever. So anyway, 
For those of you who haven't yet made Jesus the Lord of your life, I just want to conclude with that right now. You can do that. And I know that we have new viewers all the time. So I want to do that with you. Just repeat after me and mean it with your heart. God knows if you mean it. You can't manipulate God, right? So just say, just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And if you're already born again, the Bible says you are a saint, okay? Just say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. And I, I know that you died for my sins. And I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You're alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. I want to be on fire for you. Lord, I just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Welcome to the family of God. So now you need to get into the word. Don't you know, listen, and I would say even maybe start in the book of James. You live in the New Testament. I would say read the whole New Testament first. Then if you want to go back to the old, you know, then then yes, that, that would be great. But you live in the new. And so it's important to know. Um, and I say the book of James because it's short and it tells you how to live but then go back and read the Gospels and get yourself an easy-to-read Bible. I like the New Living Translation, especially for anybody that's new, the NLT. So anyway, thank you so much for watching the broadcast. This has been a blessing to you. Please share it with other people, and let's advance God's kingdom together. Cheryl said, you're so very precious. You're precious, every one of you. I love you, and I bless you in Jesus' name. And I'll see you again really soon. All right. Good night.